You found the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective podcast, and it'll begin right after this. What if we said a bank isn't a place to lock up money? It's a place to set it free. What if the point of banking wasn't to bank at all, but to put your ideas to work? What if your bank asked, what if, a little more? Well, what if we told you we do? We're American Bank and Trust, where what if meets why not? If you are ready to change what you get out of banking, start a relationship with us. What if you made the move today? From DRG Media Group Sports, this is the Players Perspective Podcast. The passion for the officiating craft was instant. And, and so it really just was part of being away from athletics, uh, missing it in college, and then finding this route back into the game. Like most kids, peer native Brandon Cruz had dreams of being an athletic star. But when he knew that couldn't happen, he chose officiating and how that has paid off for him. We continue our visit with Brandon Cruz on this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast, brought to you by American Bank and Trust and Avera Orthopedics. Hi, everyone. I'm DRG Media Group Sports Director David Burrell. Brandon will be, as far as we can determine, the first peer native ever to be involved with the NFL when he joins its officiating staff this season as an umpire. This is after he has had successful seasons as a college football referee in the Big 12 Conference and had the chance to referee three postseason games, including the 2021 BCS National Championship game. Cruz's choice of college took him to Rapid City. Now he lives in the Phoenix area. But it all started for him in Pierre. You grew up on a farm in Pierre. You did a lot for your dad, uh, Jim, and, and he helped you out in a, in, a, in a lot of cases, too. And uh, you learned a lot of oh, things yeah. doing that. And then you, then you get to Riggs, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go over your uh, fantastic athletic career. I know that uh, – <laughs> but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic from a participation standpoint, sure. maybe not so much a result, but <laughs> a lot, you know, I mean, I will say when my junior year, we didn't win a game and my senior year, and I'm talking football, mm-hmm. we were one game away from the dome. And so a, a great turnaround and just, you know, the friendships you build and the memories that you create, the games I honestly don't all that much remember, but I certainly remember the people and what we all went through together to, to create that turnaround. But you, you grew up, and of course, you, you, played, you played basketball, too, at Riggs, and you played baseball, because I know Rod and, and Darren helped to, help to coach baseball to you. Now, from, from all of that, and I, I'm sure every kid has aspirations of being an athlete, but how did it happen that you became interested in being an official? Yep, yep. So um, I could tell a little bit from your sarcasm there that um, it was pretty obvious, and it became pretty obvious to me that, you know, however much I wanted to become a pro athlete when I was about seven or eight years old, as time went by and and, and high school finished up, you know, not only was I never going to become a pro athlete, I wasn't good enough to become a college athlete. So that's fine. Um, You know, easy to to accept. So I went to the school mines out in Rapid City, engineering school, small school, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, really kind kind of grew apart from athletics other than watching it on TV. And, man, I missed it. You know, I really missed being involved. Um, So I kind of thought about coaching. I didn't think about officiating until I was kind of complaining to my dad. And, and, you know, you know how the parents always have – 
solutions and then kids always kind of ignore. Well, he actually brought up, well, why don't you try refereeing? And I said, no, I mean, no, I don't want to, no, we we don't like referees. I mean, people don't, (laughs) they're a necessary evil. Well, we talked and uh, finally, you know, I tried it. You know, I did try it. And man, I tell you, one game, I step on the field, the game starts and I knew this is something I can really develop a passion around. Um, obviously, at the when I was 19, working that first game, the NFL is, is nothing, or even college football is nothing that you even think about. But um, the passion for the officiating craft was instant. And, and so it really just was part of being away from athletics uh, missing it in college and then finding this route back into the game and which is just just a fantastic way to be involved everybody's got to know the rules of course whether you're playing or officiating or what but when you when you stepped on the field for that first jv game how much of how much of it was I any mean, how fast did it come to say oh boy i gotta make sure i've got all these rules straight <laughs> well yeah and you don't obviously yeah. i mean you're you know you can read a book um, it's no different than a lot of, I mean, you can read a manual, you can read a how to, but until you actually do it, you know, a lot of that isn't, there's no context around what you're reading. So yeah, I mean, you start, you get out there and there's, there's 11 players on offense, 11 on defense, they're blocking and hitting each other. They're moving fast in space and you got to make decisions quickly. Um, that's what it was really, really cool. Even though at first game, I, I didn't know really anything, uh, obviously. So it, it's a huge learning curve, and that's that's what officiating provides. Is okay. We we work a, a ball game. We we meticulously self evaluate on how we did, and we create improvement opportunities. And that cycle repeats itself every single game, uh, which is also what has really drawn me to the craft. And let's face it, I mean, just like players at their practice, there are officials for sem- uh, seminars for officials all the time, just, just to make sure you guys are saying, hey, here's what's, and I'm sure this happens a lot, right? Here's what's happening in the game these days that's a little different than how it used to be, and we've got to make sure we understand uh, how to, A, either uh, call this or make the just best yeah. judgment call and interpret a certain situation, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If, uh, anybody who's who's kind of watched college football recently is is probably now familiar with what's referred to as the run pass option yes. scheme. Um, you know, unfortunately, the coaches really didn't let us know that they were going to get real sophisticated with that scheme when they started implementing it, <laughs> which created a situation where, as officials, uh, we had to really study and and kind of you know get up to speed. And, and honestly, we're still not. I mean, it's really challenging to. The coaches are, are always innovating and, and, and creating very sophisticated schemes. Uh, but you're exactly right. So once we started, you know, finding these, these new situations that were happening to us and we were missing some things, uh, we had to go back to the drawing board a little bit ourselves and, and diagram what we call mechanics, which means where we're looking, where we're positioned, how we're moving, and where we're looking next. And, and we spend... We spend hours and hours and hours when, when we're not on the field. We spend hours studying that stuff to try to prepare. I have read about fellow officials of yours complimenting you 
on uh, on the manner in which you deal and goodness gracious you uh, I think to the national championship game that you did you you, you have to deal with a coach like uh, you know Swinney or Saban or name any of an Orgeron whoever whoever you can think of and uh, yeah. look it's 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 this it's this way at any level it'll be and you you saw it I'm sure when you did high school games coaches are gonna say hey give me this or, or really get on you sometimes and I have mm-hmm. read about how well and I and I've seen this in the I remember the national championship game you did how calmly you deal with that sort of thing how, how did that come to be because that that says a lot about how you do your work <laughs> yeah well I think it's a good time to credit credit my mom I mean you know my mom's been in healthcare and always a very calming influence so maybe I picked it up from her I don't know um, who knows? Uh, I just wanted to really credit my mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, look, I think as you're as you're working through levels and and understanding personalities, uh, the, the best thing to understand is is everybody's purpose. Um, Coach Saban's purpose at the national championship was to win the game, and so by the way was it, Ohio State was on the other side. Coach yeah. Day's purpose was to win the game as well. Mm-hmm. Well there might be decisions that I make that conflict with their purpose. And it's not, you know, it, it becomes much easier to handle these situations when we just understand that um, your purpose may be different than my purpose, but if we just stay calm and composed and, and you know, understand that we trust our preparation and can explain uh, what we're doing in a, in a manner that is, uh, you know, supportable and, and that kind of a way, um, then, then it just becomes a, a pretty natural uh, to, to have really positive and productive conversations. Now, they might not buy what I'm saying, but I hope coaches over time, you know, with the manner that I've dealt with them, at least, you know, kind of respect my approach. Uh, and, and it's all about just trying to be as fair as possible and, and, and maintaining the integrity of the game, which is really our number one goal as officials. There's still more with Brandon Cruz in our next edition of the show. This is the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective Podcast. Ah, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. College! Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Players Perspective podcast. And if there's an athlete from whom you'd like to hear, contact us through drgnews.com or the DRG News app brought to you by Golden Buffalo Casino. The Players Perspective podcast from DRG Media Group Sports is brought to you by Avera Orthopedics and American Bank and Trust. I'm David Burrell. Thanks for listening.